boom. Good morning, good morning. On today's podcast, I have special guest Lance Grawlick. Lance is a serial entrepreneur, franchise expert, and host of the top 50 business podcast, Ion Franchising. Lance is the founder and CEO of Ion Franchising, an industry-leading franchise consulting and development group that represents over 700 brands and business opportunities. If you've ever thought about starting your own business, then this is a must-listen before you do. Have you ever had negative thoughts in your mind that you aren't good enough, that you'll never be successful? If so, you're not alone. I've had those thoughts playing in my mind ever since I took the leap to become an entrepreneur. It's a dirty, dark secret that no one likes to talk about as the glamorization of becoming an entrepreneur is shown in the media. I realized that in order to succeed, I needed help. We all do. So I decided to go all in on myself, spending thousands of hours in the trenches, reading, joining groups, listening to podcasts, hiring coaches to develop a bulletproof morning routine for success. Join me on my journey as together we build our morning fire to ignite our lives as entrepreneurs. My name is Jeff Wickersham, and this is the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. Welcome to the show. I am extremely pumped up and excited today to have Lance Growlick on the show. Lance, welcome to the show. Hey, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. I am really pumped up. We had a great discussion behind the scenes when you have two positive energy forces that are just going to going to riff, going to talk. It, it's going to be an amazing, amazing episode. So let's get into state. We're going to do three power breaths in. We're going to breathe in through the belly, up through the chest, up the back of our neck. Go ahead and breathe in and out. Good. Another breath in and out. Final breath in and out. All right. Now I'm going to count down three, two, one. We're going to yell boom at the top of our lungs. Get the energy up in three, two, one, and boom. Boom. All right. There we go. There we go. So let's get right into your go-to morning habit ritual routine that you've got, Lance, that kind of sets you down that path towards success. Well, you know, in the morning, it, it's all about my morning routine. I have to work out in the morning. I have to get up and I have to go to the gym. And I've been doing that. I'm 55 now. I've been doing that pretty much my entire life. Um, and so as long as I get my morning coffee, my pre-workout, head to the gym, you know, it all starts really with the night before where I look at my calendar and it, and I then determine, all right, remind myself, what do I have today? Today I have multiple podcasts, multiple client calls, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, but the workout, the heavy, heavy weights, get those endorphins flowing, positive energy, blood pumping. That's what it's all about. I know you, you know, it's about the enthusiasm. It's about getting excited. It's about the energy. And that is my day. Love it. And uh, Lance, I don't know if you clicked your video off or, or just. I, I did not. I don't know what happened over here. <laughs> all um, right. We're going to roll with it. We're yeah. All with of a sudden, life. I can't see myself here. Life is imperfect. So we'll just roll with it. So we're going to talk about franchising today. Oh, there we go. I'm back. <laughs> if you're listening to this, Lance, all of a sudden, we could not see him. Now he's back. But I, I love just rolling with those kind of all that, all that energy. I was out of the universe. I'm back in the studio. There you go. So let's let's talk. I know we're going to dive into franchising. How did you get into franchising? Tell a little bit about, about your backstory. Then I'd love to dive into you know why that's an option for people to seriously, seriously consider if they're moving out of, let's say, corporate America as part of the the resignation going on, or yep. 
They just want to add something as a business perspective. A lot of people are those corporate refugees is what I call them these days with the great re resignation. They don't know where to go. My story starts in Brooklyn, New York, uh, born in New York. Uh, dad was on Wall Street. His company was the largest over-the-counter trading house on Wall Street. I thought I was destined to work on Wall Street, and I studied and got my economics degree and did that throughout high school, college, and just after college. But, you know, I had one grandfather, a Polish immigrant nobody could ever understand, who created his own business. And, you know, that was a supermarket chain that he, he you know, created out of nothing. And then the other grandfather was in real estate and he was a real estate attorney, played real life monopoly, buying buildings. And so, you know, you, I, I look back and I had a discussion with my mother just recently about it. I'm like, mom, check it out. Well, in New York, we used to say, ma, ma, you know, ma, you know, I had the trifecta. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, I had the real estate, you know, we had the real estate covered. We had the business owner and we had Wall Street covered. And what I learned in the business sector, sure, you can you can buy investment properties, you can do all kinds of things with real estate. You can also, um, you know, invest in the stock market. You don't have to be active, an active owner. You can be uh, just just you know invest with a broker, invest on your own, whatever you choose to do. Mm -hmm. And then there's business, and the huge category is business. So I left Wall Street, joined a crazy uncle that made his money in tech, but he wanted to build a billion dollar restaurant group. And it turns out it was TGI Fridays back in the late 80s that he bought four locations of. And we built that to a $225 million a year franchise. And that's when I really under, started understanding franchising and how, wait a second, you use somebody else's trademark, somebody else's systems and procedures to make money. Why, Jeff? Because the average person there's nothing wrong with this. The average bright person doesn't have an original idea that needs to be born, right? So why not take somebody else's idea that they worked out, that they created, where you can make a nice profit, you can exit, exit and make a lot of money as well. Why don't you do that? And that's really what franchising is all about. So I fell into it and I was a franchisee myself of brands like Wingstop, I was president of the Franchise Advisory Council for Wingstop. I owned multiple stores. I was a multi-unit, multi-state franchisee with a partner of Krispy Kreme Donuts. Uh, I also created my own donut concept. Uh, I guess, you know, people call me the world's greatest donut expert, and that's uh, <laughs> a dubious distinction, but I know everything about starting a donut brand. I can tell you that. I helped a Food Network guy start a donut concept as well. So, uh, but no, look, business is business. It's all about marketing, purchasing, HR, um, you know, customer service. It, it's, it's, it's easy when you've done it over and over again. But I fell into franchise development. What I do for a living and I've done for years now is I find people their perfect franchise. And I represent over 700 brands in every category imaginable, not just restaurants. And if you're an independent business owner and you have a successful brand and you're wondering how to grow and scale that, and you don't necessarily want to do it yourself by putting your capital at risk or worse than that, start opening offices across the country, then guess what? I can set you up potentially in a franchise system so you can grow and scale that way. And I'll tell you, if you're an independent business owner, I, I've seen plenty of businesses in the last several years sell for 10 times you know, cash flow and make a fortune starting from one great idea that you had and let somebody else use their capital and just support them. So that's the 
quick and dirty on me. I love it. And I love how you kind of looked and you had the trifecta of, of different influences helping guide you as, as you kind of looked at the, the past history and then kind of falling into it and now being very, very passionate about it. So if I was someone that was considering options, right, of yep. hey, going out on my own or going the franchise route, why would the franchise route give me a couple, two, three big wins of why the franchise route is the probably the better. I know the success rate is is much higher that than than an independent start on your own business. So give give a couple high level uh, wins there. Yeah, I mean it's the fastest path to cash to profitability. There's a proven system. You know, one of the things about franchising, there's many aspects of franchising that are that's amazing that you get to follow this path with a brand when I connect you to a brand and call number one to which I call the coffee date all the way to let's say it's meet the parents like you're uh, getting married or something you get married gotcha. to a brand and you know you have an opportunity to validate not only the franchise disclosure document that you receive franchising is regulated by the federal government most brands have some sort of earnings claim I have a staffing company that says a mature, franchisee does 6 million in sales, 6.1, 5.9, whatever the exact number is. That's mm -hmm. pretty substantial on a $150,000 investment. And then you have an opportunity to essentially validate uh, everything you've determined uh, along your path to deciding if this staffing brand, as an example, is right for you. You can talk to existing franchisees. The brand will provide a list of franchisees for you to speak to and ask questions like, what's the ramp up period like? When do I make money? You know, so Speed, certainly speed and time, they go hand in hand, and mm -hmm. also money. If you create your own brand, there's a lot of pitfalls that cross your path, many of which you do not expect. And you end up spending too much money to open a, a brick and mortar or extra money on marketing to get seen in the marketplace where these franchise brands have the marketing figured out. And, and look, if you don't think they have the marketing figured out, then that's not the brand for you. Right. It, it becomes apparent. Most people that start off with me have, they end up picking a franchise that they never even heard of before. You know, when I got into Wingstop, nobody heard of that in Las Vegas. I only did five grand opening week when I opened my first store. But by the time I opened location number four, I think I did 35,000 the awards sitting behind me I created for my team. I think it was 35,000 and and change opening week at a 1400 square feet. Pretty incredible. So, you have to get in and you have to get the territory. So, a lot of there's a lot of positives to franchising. The only negative, I know you're thinking this, Jeff. The only negative is that it can't possibly right, be right for everybody. I had a CPA mm -hmm. the other day, although I had a CPA that bought a franchise through me recently. I had a CPA not too long ago that was looking at some of my fitness brands. And even during the pandemic, he had a shopping center. He really wanted a, a fitness brand. And he liked one in particular that I showed him. Loved it, actually. And guess what happened? After the first phone call, I got a call from the VP of Franchise Development. And she said, you know, Lance, I don't think he's a fit for us. And I said, yeah, I was afraid you were going to say that. And she says, you knew? I said, of course I knew. I had an idea. He's got an attitude about him. He's got an arrogance about him. You know, it's... Again, like picking a spouse, like picking a partner, you know, brands, it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. They're checking you out and you're checking them out. So he actually, we gave him one more shot and he got disqualified. He got thrown out of the process. <laughs> so 
That's how it goes. And I, I do enjoy how you said, you know, speed, time, and money, and that proven, depending on what franchise you go with, proven name recognition, right? You're not yeah. creating that space. So you're you're saving all those hours of building a brand, building that that name recognition, and, and it's already a proven system, yeah. as well as it's got to be a mutual fit on both sides of the fence. And, and that's, yeah. and that's let me, incredibly powerful. And let me add one other thing. I have a friend that's an attorney and his business partner that's done private equity and venture capital. And, and uh, they're looking at, they prefer a smaller franchise that they can potentially take an entire market and they can grow an entire market. They're looking for something that's high margin. They prefer nothing that's brick and mortar. You know, everybody, I, I really discuss with people and kind of pull out of them. It's not so much the industry you want, but what do you want? What do you want? Not why. What do you want? Well, Lance, I have $50,000. So I, I, I think what I want is a $200,000 SBA loan because I heard I can put 25% down and I have some extra working capital. And I want to be active. I want to be the owner operator. Some people say they don't want to be the owner operator. They want to be a semi-absentee owner or they want to be an executive level owner or 100% absentee which is possible as well. So I walk people through this based on the investment level, based on how active you're going to be in the business. There are certain things that fit. Fast Signs, for example, great brand. Yep. Unless you're going to be the owner operator, they don't want you because that's their model. They've mm -hmm. decided X period of time ago that they want people that are owner operators. Otherwise, there are plenty of brands where you can be a semi-absentee owner and which generally translates to about 10 hours a week in the business. You hire a manager, right. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, no. Interesting distinction there. And, and uh, definitely, uh, definitely sparks a lot of questions in, in my mind. So, you know, with franchising in mind, 2022, what's, what's hot, what's, what's hot in the franchise marketplace? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's probably easier to say what's not exactly hot. Okay. Fitness is now coming back. Salons and spas uh, are certainly better than they were. Um, and that's no nothing that has anything to do with the industry. They're, they're going to come back just fine post-pandemic, depending on what city you're in. But, you know, if you were a big box restaurant that was 5,000 square feet, and had, you know, 150 seats or, or 200 seats, you had problems in the pandemic. And right. those are the things that didn't work well. Um, things that worked incredibly well during the pandemic or things like home home services. You know, honey, now that we've been at the home home for months, I want to redo the floor. Right. I want to fix this thing that's broken. I want to redo the garage. I want to put in some shelves. I want to stain the garage floor. I, you know, every home services brand was on fire. <laughs> Incredible numbers. Uh, because people were spending so much time in their home, they wanted things done. Small restaurants, like I mentioned, Wingstop and mm -hmm. anything with a drive-through, did incredibly well through the pandemic. Um, I know plenty of restaurant chains that were up double digits through the pandemic, which some people didn't realize. You know, like, well, what do you mean? Well, we all still had to eat. You know, right. we just weren't eating the fine dining restaurants that we weren't going to do takeout from. Sadly, um, but you know, I have automotive brands, all kinds of essential businesses. Um, but, you know, very few, you know, franchises, when you join a franchise organization, one of the most amazing things is the fact that 
you were supported through the pandemic. So as soon as the PPP money or the EIDL money came about, what did most franchise brands do? They called their attorney, their accountant, their team, so to speak, and said, how do we help our franchisees? Uh, gotcha. And there were plenty of brands that got helped all of their franchisees get some sort of PPP money, even if they didn't need it. You know, nobody knew, nobody had a crystal ball to know what the future was going to hold. Right. So take as much money as you can now because you didn't you didn't know how bad this thing was going to get, right? Yeah, and you had that that support that so many times if you were out on your own, you would have had to gone through all the you know the all the rigmarole and and the la, you know the the hoops you'd had to jump through to to get the the money. So definitely uh, from a support structure, that sounds like a a huge advantage in the yeah. process. A lot of people do forget that franchising. It's not just about the support you get from corporate. It's that you you have a brotherhood or a sisterhood of existing franchisees that when you do validation and you're talking to people within the brand, you either feel like you fit or you don't. Right. And it's very powerful. And then these are people that you end up being lifelong friends with and, and you, you support each other. You have a common goal. You're in the same brand in a different city. And it's amazing the best practices that are shared. You know, look at brands like McDonald's. Everybody, connotation with franchising, everybody thinks of McDonald's. Mm -hmm. and, and McDonald's, you know, the, uh, a franchisee invented the filet of fish A franchisee invented the Big Mac right. and suggested to corporate, these are things that we should have. And that collaboration is a big part of franchising. With Wingstop, we had a lot of collaboration, a lot. The brand changed a lot over the years. I love that piece. So if you were someone that was considering it, what are a couple questions they need to, I, I know you said, Hey, what do you want out of it? What are a couple of things you recommend they go through before they have an initial discussion, let's say with, yeah. with you per, per se? Well, to be honest, that's a wonderful question, Jeff. I'm a free resource. I didn't okay. say that yet. What I do is completely free. Unlike real estate. I mean, there's similarities with, let's say a real estate broker, but if you avoid a real estate broker, you can save money. You don't pay a commission. In my case, in this case, as a franchise broker slash consultant, my services are free no matter what. If you go directly to the brand, you pay the same exact thing regardless. So I am truly an advocate for you. I represent, as I mentioned earlier, over 700 brands. So I have people that come to me well-prepared, and then I have other people that have no clue. It does not matter to me I rather people pick up the phone because people tend to procrastinate and they, they say, I had a guy recently. He's like, well, well, I'm not really prepared yet. I said, it doesn't matter. And guess what? I still haven't talked to him. I still haven't talked to him. I don't know what he's preparing for. Get on the phone. All I need to know is a roundabout number that you have for an investment. Um, I need to know the city that you're in. Uh, and you mentioned what I was talking about earlier with the with what do you need well what do you want what do you need what do you need to replace your current income you know right. what do you need uh that's going to help your family as far as lifestyle are you willing to work nights or weekends if not no problem i have brands in every imaginable category that fit every single lifestyle we have vending businesses that are still incredible where they're the ultimate technology you know they'll tell you what they're out of and what the machines need and you know, right. so I have something for everybody, truly. 
I would say so with 700 brands represented. I would, I would think you, uh, I, I have my favorites, of course. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you do. So Lance, where can people, if they, they're, they're triggered by this conversation, they say, you know what, I'm going to step into that uncomfortable zone. I'm going to have a conversation with Lance. I'm not going to procrastinate. Where can they find you for that, that conversation? Yeah, well, uh, I have a podcast too. It's called Ion Franchising, EYE on Franchising. I launched it in October where I talked to founders of brands and franchisees, et cetera. You can find that everywhere. But the best place, I have a free assessment on my website, which is Ion Franchising, the, the shorter spelling, I-O-N franchising.com. There's a free assessment and it's very robust. In fact, I had several this morning that came to me, people that heard me on a podcast. And it, the assessment helps you and I both determine based on your mindset, skill set, and life experiences, what, what brands or categories or types of franchises could best suit you. This is a really, this isn't a loosey-goosey survey. This is pretty scientific and uh, it, it's, it's good stuff. So uh, please head to the website, do the free assessment, and I'd be happy to talk to you at any point. I do work seven days a week. I'm a little bit crazy. Um, but I enjoy the heck out of what I do, helping people and changing lives. I love it. And I always say crazy changes the world. So I'm, I'm right, right there with you, Lance. So I appreciate <laughs> you so much for being on the podcast and, uh, my pleasure. everyone have an amazing, amazing day. Rise, fight, love, repeat, get after it. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. You now have the knowledge, but without action, knowledge is useless. Choose to act. Choose to step into your greatness and unlock that hero inside of you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so more entrepreneurs can hear this message. If you absolutely love this podcast, which I hope you do, then share it up with someone you know who might see benefit from it. Become that beacon of change and together we can impact the world.